Yo, 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 yo. Once again, it's the Brown Paperback Podcast. Yeah, let's go. Another. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting tonight, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I want to let everybody know right now um, uh, two things. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody for the uh, thousand plus views last week, even though we had some technical difficulties. And uh, I want to thank uh, everybody for being patient because this this dude, oh this way, this dude decided to take a cat nap, and so uh, this is why we are uh, starting late today. But thank you uh, so far, Chad, and everybody else is about to jump in tonight for being patient. So uh, you can go ahead and explain to the people what's going on, man. Well, you, you said cat nap, but uh, yes, for the record, um, I wasn't feeling well earlier. I don't really know what was going on, so. Uh, yeah, I had a little case of, uh, I ain't gonna call it vertigo, but it was something a little weird. So I tried to lay myself down real quick before the show. But uh, yeah, I'm here right now. So uh, apologies for being late. But like I said, I'm gonna go ahead and make it do what it do. And uh, man, let's go ahead and get right into the show, man. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Cool, cool man. Um, I'll let you do uh, the introductions for our uh, guest tonight, man. So I'll let you go ahead and bring her on and then we'll go ahead and get into the, the uh, routine. All right. Well, this this person that we're bringing on tonight, man, I mean, I think she has to be in one of my top 10 uh, 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 Twitter, man, just bangers. Like on Twitter, she'd be going in, right? She'd be letting people have it. She's very opinionated and uh, she has no problem letting you know what's on her mind. So what we're going to do is bring in our special guest tonight. Her name is Slim. Slim, come on up in here. What's up? Hey there, love. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, what I want you to do real quick is just introduce yourself to our to our audience and um, you know, let people look, know a little bit about you. And uh, we're gonna get off into this thing because I saw your Twitter thread today, and I really want you to explain some of that stuff you was put up on there today. It's like Can you can just fit, huh? Can I get on here? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Niggas are so fucking mad at that. Like yeah. they're like blowing up my DMs about this shit. And it's like, I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm Slim. Y'all can follow me on Instagram, X underscore Rudas underscore Slim. Um, I'm a dancer and I live in Atlanta. So. Okay, that's what's up. That's okay. All right, well, like I said, for those who uh, have watched the show, they know what's about to come next. Uh, you got to have your brown paper bag ready. So, um, Mr. G Phrase, I'm gonna let you ask it tonight, man. While I get my, you can go ahead and go to your guest. Uh, did you have your brown paper bag ready, sir? I got mine, but I think I may have dropped the ball on this one uh, because I was trying to book her, you know, get on the show so fast. So I probably didn't. I don't think I mentioned to you about the brown paper bag that I no. slam. Okay, yeah. So that's my bag. That's my bag. Well, for me tonight, you know, I got my handy as always, and uh, because I was waiting on this dude here, I started sipping early. Right, because uh, waiting on his ass. So, but I'm going with the Modelo tonight. I plan on getting a little lit. So that's what I got going on. But Miss Slim, if you are drinking anything, what, what you drinking? Cranberry juice. Oh, that's cool too. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Hey, healthy living. I'm on a no health diet, so um, you know I'm not doing dealing with nothing uh, healthy. So. Um, well, uh, like I said, something was going on with your boy, man. So. Uh, I got one of these. I don't even know what this is, man. I'm up here in Pennsylvania. 
This is a uh a herbal tea with some uh turmeric. So uh yeah, maybe it'll help for when my head was spinning earlier, but uh yeah, we about to be sipping on that tonight. Um uh what's the world sipping on G Phrase? I think we said last week that the the world was on just uh some still on some malt liquor, man, going uh we getting closer to November, man. Is the world still sipping on malt liquor? What you think? Nah, these these fools they don't lean now, man, because they lean into this election and they got they starting to get damn crazy with the shit. Right, so I think they on some lean Percocets and uh, they on heavy drugs. They ain't just drinking this this week. They on a bunch of drugs. They starting to go crazy as we get closer and closer to the uh, election. So yeah, they they, they sipping oh. on something very illegal. Okay, okay, cool. Well, um, just just a quick little things to run over. Um, uh, Miss Slim, uh, are you from Atlanta originally? Yeah. Okay, so um. Did you, uh, are you, do you watch sports or anything like that? No. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Well, shoot. Well, that ain't going to, well, I still, I still got to talk about it real quick, man. Uh, Falcons, uh, I, I told y'all they was going six and 10 before the start of the season. We started out 0 and 5 and we just fired our coach and the, um, the, uh, was the general manager yesterday. So yeah, I'd like to say, uh, congratulations to my Falcons for finally making the right move. Uh, I've been calling it for the last couple of weeks. I don't know what took them so long to, to, to get rid of this dude. They should have got rid of him after the 28 to 3 Super Bowl. But uh, apparently they got rid of this dude. So I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. But on another note, I would like to know um, I know you said that uh, uh, I think you start off with like niggas be tripping. So I, I really like to get straight into that. I don't even really want to go. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, let me happening? ask a question about the sports stuff because I don't, I don't like sports. Why do the coaches get fired and they don't just make that, you know, is it the coach that's bad or is it the players that's bad? It's every goddamn oh. thing. So why the coach get Everybody. Fired the players? Well, well the sports, the coach, they don't, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, in, in sports, the coach is responsible for assembling the whole team and making sure that they are on the same board. Because just left up to the players, they'll just do whatever the hell they want to do while they're on the field or on the court. So if things is not running uh, uh, smoothly, then uh, the owners usually get rid of the coach because the coach is the first one that's expendable, not the players, because they give the players too much money. So what they end up doing is getting rid of the coach. And then if it still can't go right after that by making the adjustments needed, they'll just blow up the whole damn team and start off from scratch. So the coach is always the first one to go because he's in charge of actually making sure that the team is uh, successful. So is there no free will? football like they can't like i don't know how to explain it because i don't like sports i don't know the terminology you know how guys play football um, with their friends and they're just making it up as they go oh oh i, I know what you're talking about she basically saying like when they're on, on, on the field or on the court like, in football you can't like you can't just freestyle it pretty much what you're saying just get out there and and, and throw the ball and somebody catch it. In football, that's a little bit too hard because it's, it's set up in schemes. But in basketball, you can. You can just get out there and just uh, uh, see what the defense is setting up, you know, and then you can go from there based on the, what the players see on the, on the, on the field. So, uh, yeah, not in football. You can't do it in football. It's a little bit too hard. Everything has to be calculated and, and, and going at a precise direction more so than in football. I mean, basketball, you can do the opposite. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I was yeah, wondering, I, I was firing the coach. The coach is not their plan. 
I think you put a tweet yeah. up about that today. She, no, she put a tweet up about that today. Like, why they been fire the coach? <laughs> I saw yeah, that. I know. That's the thing, though. Most of the time, the coaches get the blame. So if you think about it, it doesn't make a lot of sense why they would fire the coach in most instances, right? Like, for yeah. example, it's like if I tell you to throw the ball and you wide open and you drop it, how is that my fault that you dropped the ball? I, I called the right play. You just didn't, you just didn't execute. So a situation where a lot of times the coaches just get the blame versus the players who are actually, like I said, because the coach don't tackle, coach don't make no plays. All he do is tell y'all what to do. And if y'all don't execute what he say, then it is. But in this case, I do believe the coach was a problem because there's certain things that you can do where it could kind of sort of be blamed on you. And a lot of times you can blame him for the losses. You could blame him for the loss in the Super Bowl and you can blame him for some of these other big losses. So I think that's pretty much what was going on. Um, yeah. Um, Chad, Chad said Corona. <laughs> no, Chad said Corona. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> no, probably. Are you nah, man. Yeah. Nah, I don't even start that room. Nah, yeah, Chad, got, I'm good. Chad, like I got said, the, that's why we do this shit virtual, because he might do it. He got to deal with too many folks, man. So. <laughs> nah, I'm but good. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, like, but, yeah, go ahead. I wanted to kind of get back into what you kind of started it off. Um. Look like you was might have having a little issue. What's going on? Okay, so I had put on Instagram last night. I don't know if it was last night or this morning, whatever. And I was asking the girls. I said, "Do you guys feel safe around black men?" When you, what did I say? Let me let me find it and read it. Yeah, please do. So it can be word from word. Go ahead. Tonight is your night to get it, everything off your damn chest. Everything you want to get Here off. You. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I said, ladies only, do black men make you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable pulling up to a gas station with black men outside? Do you feel comfortable grocery shopping with black men there? Do you feel safe, period, with unknown black men anywhere? Because the answer is a hard no for me. I'm ready to open the gas every day. So the result was, it was like, it was some guys that answered. So I wouldn't like break it down like it, say if it was like 10 people. So out of 10 people say it was like two guys. One guy said no, one guy said yes. One girl said, one girl said yes, and the rest said no. So what is that? Six girls for yes, 60% yeah. say yes. Mm -hmm. So but it's, it's way higher now, but at the time it was like that. So it's like 80% women who said they don't go safe around black men. And then black men just got so upset. And they're like, oh, we're not harassing y'all. Like, yes, y'all are, because... I think I posted the video too of the girl at the gas station, all the guys were running around her. Yeah, so, I've seen that. They're like, that's not an everyday occurrence. My cousin, my auntie said that doesn't happen to them. You can't tell when women are telling y'all that they don't feel safe when y'all do a certain thing. You can't tell a woman, no, y'all are making this up. Can no one say that their homeboy harasses women? So it's, it's almost like, okay, so we're getting harassed by Casper and his friends because. Obviously, no one remembers and no one has a homeboy that harasses girls. No one is seeing the girls get harassed. Yeah. So they're upset. And it's like, you're just up. You just hate black men. Like, no, I don't hate black men, but I feel like I'm going to call it how I see it. Because when I go to the gas station, like, I live in Cobb. Like, I don't live in Cobb anymore. I live in Blackhead now. But I live in Cobb. So the areas I used to live in are they're predominantly white. When I go to the gas station, I don't get harassed by the white man. It's always that one black person in the gas station that wants to approach my car, follow me around. I'm at Quick Trip maybe like two weeks ago at the soda fountain trying to get something to drink. The guy comes up to me, your ass is so fat, can I smack it? 
I'm like, nigga, if you hear my ass, I'm going to beat your ass in this grocery store, in the gas station. Like, why would you oppose somebody like that? Yeah. And their excuse is, well, when we like someone, we want to talk to them. Like, no, don't approach us. They don't ever, men don't ever feel like we go outside and we don't want to be talked to. What they consider flirting is harassing to us. Like, we want to go to the grocery store, get our groceries, and go back home and eat. Every time we go out, we don't want to be talked to. And it's like, men don't understand that. They're like, you guys are being stuck up. You're going to be lonely. Okay, if I end up lonely, that's how it is. But at the end of the day, when we go to the grocery store and we're pumping our gas, we don't want you approaching us. Like last night, I had a guy come up to my car with his hands in his pocket. And I'm like, I don't feel safe. Why are you coming up to me? But he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, they don't they don't even try to make a woman feel safe. It's like, it feels like harassment. 24-7, it's like so overwhelming and uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay, now I got a question. When you say, um, when you talk about harassment, are you talking about, I know you said that you don't feel safe, but I guess my question is more or less, is it people like, like, like you say, talking to you, yo, um, you know how you look, talking about your features, approaching you, or is it like you actually feel like a nervous kind of sort of like, um, like yo, yo, you know how they say like women got an intuition that you actually feeling like is my safety in jeopardy right now versus if somebody it's just everything. trying to get on me right now. Go ahead. It's everything. Because when everything. you're watching the news and you see a girl on the news, a girl get killed for not wanting to give her her number, it makes you feel, okay, let me just be nice. Let me give this guy my phone number. Let me talk to this guy. So it, it almost feels like you don't have a, you don't have the opportunity to ignore somebody. Because how I was raised, you don't have to speak to somebody. You can if you want to. You know, that's, that's the nice thing to do. But if you don't want to speak, you don't have to speak. But it's like now, it's like, Seeing all these girls on the news, the news get killed by these men, it's like you really don't have a chance to say, I really don't want to be bothered. I'm in a bad mood. You have to sit there and you have to conversate. You have to talk to them. If they're stalking you around the grocery store, it's like, hello. You can't even say, why are you following me? Yeah. You can't even check it. Yeah, you know what? We, 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 we kind of talked about this last week, the difference between uh, boys and men, right? And and that's what's going on right now. Our boys are not developing. That's not even the boys. Men. When I tell you, it's sixty-year-old men, seventy-year-old men, fifty. The only people that don't bother us are daycare kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time, even the sixty-year-old guy, he still hasn't developed mentally to where he don't respect women like he should. You know, like for example, I, I'm married. Me and my brother, we both married, right? And so, even when I was single, you know, I had to actually figure out if there was a right way to approach a woman. I didn't just roll up, you know, looking all crazy or nothing like that, because I understand what you're going through. Like, I got two sisters, I have a daughter, so I can imagine what women have to deal with when they come to these underdeveloped men in this in a society, because what has happened is that they're not even thinking from a logical perspective, thinking strictly sex. And so, therefore, they allow that nature to dictate their thinking and how they approach a woman. And yeah. I you know, I understand that how you women are, how the women are feeling out there nowadays because now there's no more morals or standards in society. You know, when it comes to actually looking at a woman, when you see a woman, that's what you see. You see your mother, you see your sister, you see your grandmother, but they don't see that. They see something totally separate, and this is why they come in that manner. I'm not justifying it by no means. Really, what I'm doing is condemning it because it's wrong. You know, I hate that black women have to live in a society around their own kind and not feel safe. You know, even though I, I consider myself the good guy, but 
you know, when I'm around, I wouldn't want a woman to feel uncomfortable, even though I know I'm not going to try to holler. I'm not going to try to do anything other than make sure that she's protected. Because if I'm on the streets and I see that, I will say something. I've said that before to guys. I'm like, dude, chill out, man. Leave her alone. She don't, she don't want to holler at you. And then they be trying to get at me, but I, I keep fire on me. So, nigga, which way you want this to go? Just go about your business. She don't want it. You know, she don't. If she wanted you, she holler at you, nigga. Damn. You know, they just don't be getting it. And it's, like I said, it's the way the society is going. It's all based on sex driven. And that's the sad part about our, our, our community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, yeah. guys make it feel like that, like you're just being picky. It's like, no, there's a way you approach a woman and there's a way that you just, you're harassing. Like if you talk to a girl, like, it's like, we're, we, we're not opposed to the, hey, I think you're beautiful. You know, how your day is going? You know, can I have your phone number? That's not the issue. The issue is like after we said no, and now you're following us around the store. Yeah. You know, after we said no, and now it's you stupid bitch. You know. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible, and I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I think. Well, see, this this is another thing that I was gonna say because I think when 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 I don't want to say some well yeah some of it is the culture right because I think that some men were not told how to approach a woman some men were not told yeah. how to be respectful in public right because like i can be out in public and see whatever you know whatever it is you know what i'm saying a beautiful young woman it don't matter how you shape how you look and i can appreciate that but that don't necessarily mean i'm gonna go up to that young lady and have to let her know exactly hey i just had to let you know you blah blah no and you can say, oh, because it's married, but I'm pretty sure married men hit on you too. So it's not like marriage is a cover for mm -hmm. um, not doing trifling yeah. stuff. No, My whole correct. thing is this. I, I think that there is a there is a, a big gap between, and that's kind of what he was talking about earlier. It's a mindset. It's not a mindset of, um, and this is something that I've learned dealing with this dude, right? Because... Yeah. I, I I can admit that I'm very judgmental, right? I'm very judgmental. And previously, I would have been like, yo, you know, she's she's basically bringing that on herself based on how you dress, based on um, your social media, based on how you present yourself to the public. Because that's what I that's what I used to think. But like I said, when I, the, the more and more I talk to him, he's like, well, no, nah, that's not really how it is. A dude should have respect. Your respect shouldn't be based on what the woman is doing. Your respect should be based on you being a man. So you can come out in a in a bikini. It don't even matter. You understand what I'm saying? That doesn't give me a right to disrespect you and say, oh, well, she had a bikini on. What does she expect? Because I know some people will take that approach. Yeah, and, and, and that's the sad that's the sad part of reality is that is that, you know, like for example myself and, and, and also you, you know, we grew up in well, I know I did, and I think you did too, two parent households, right? My father and my uh mother, they were never legally married, right? And I'm speaking of my stepfather. He was in my life from the age of five and he died when I was thirty years old. So I had the example of a man. You know, like still to this day, even with my wife, I opened every door, even the car door for her to get in and out. You know, I had the example. So now that I'm in my 40s, I have the tools on how uh, I should treat women based on the example that I had growing up. 
And I think that that's what's missing right now. You know, men, the black black males, I'm gonna put it like that. Black males have missed where they should have been taught how to treat and approach women. Cause yeah. you're right, you can't just roll up on no woman and you know, like, hey, what's happening? No, that's that's unattractive first and foremost. Like you said, you want to come in, you want to make sure that you actually have that opportunity. You're supposed to be able to read the energy if she ain't feeling you. Everybody know energy nowadays. I'm I'm pretty sure like with some of my homeboys, if I if I'm mad at one of them, they can just pick up on the fact that I ain't fucking with them. Yeah. So you should pick, you should be able to pick that up when you're dealing with a woman, you know, or approaching a woman. And I think that uh, like I said once again, that rite of passage that we need to go through as males becoming into men, this current generation has missed that, you know. Yeah. And at the same time too, my generation is at fault because we're not raising our boys that way. You know, like I said, I'm I in my forties. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a question real quick. I was wondering, um, and that would be something that I'd like to to know. How did you grow up? You know, what was your what was your life like growing up? And like, what part of um, are you are you from Cobb County too? No, I'm from um, Atlanta, Wilson County. Okay. Yeah, but I have both my parents. My parents been married since before I was born. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you did grow up in a two parent household. Mm-hmm. And, and what did your father? What's the word I'm looking for? Did your father really tell you anything about men and like what? Like I guess I'm trying to figure out like the example that your father set for you. What did that look like? You understand what I'm saying? So if you had to say, if all my interactions with men would be like what it was with my father, then what do you feel like? Like like what would that have looked like? If you understand the question. I'm trying to see how I can explain it. Cause like to me, I feel like my dad is perfect. Like my dad doesn't cuss, doesn't yell. He's not talking to my mom crazy, you know. So it's like I'm trying to see how I can explain how my dad is. Like just how it comes okay. to mind. Well, we we'll just go off. No, the mom was a different well, thing. <laughs> okay. Well, well, give us your mama then. Let's go ahead and hear that part too, because I, I think we need to hear both sides. My parents like me, like. Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at that comment. My mom is hot headed. Like my mom is like me on ten, and I'm very hot headed. Okay. It's like, like my mom's gonna cuss, she's gonna snap on you. Like she's she ain't with all that. My dad, on the other hand, like he's more calm. He's understanding. My mom is not calm and understanding. My mom is on go. So, sound like my mother. My mother was the same way. My father, I understand that. Cause like my mother was a pit bull. Mm-hmm. My dad's a Yeah, and, and right. My father was. He was, you know, the, the lesser of that. He was the polar opposite. So I, I, I get what you're saying. Okay, can we go back uh, to this? Mama, Real quick. Go ahead. Which one? Uh, kissing. Oh yeah, there we go. The reality is that you will attract uh, negative inappropriate attention based on the way you dress yeah go ahead no because that's not true because i dress like a nigga every single day this might be the first time i got on something something cute and it's because i just came from one interview on the radio and niggas don't care niggas don't okay. talk because they gotta talk like you don't have anything to do with you how you dress i have my hair done my makeup is not done you know also i have my hair done when i'm gonna go to work mm -hmm. like I'm gonna put on the whole outfit how I look on the regular, like 
this hoodie and some basketball shorts. And niggas are still gonna harass you, so that's not even true. Like I don't even understand why people say that. No, yeah, you know I think look, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well well what I'm saying is this. Uh the when it, and and I and I believe that I would I would even say in twenty twenty, I do believe it has shifted, right? Because it kind of goes into another topic that we could touch, but I don't think men care. Like you talking about bas- no. you talking about basketball shorts, hoodie, whatever the case may be. We like heartbeat. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there looking at what you talking about. Like it, it's not. Sometimes it is your clothes, and I can understand when some women get certain attention, and I look at what they have on. I'm like, okay, I get that, but it. <laughs> doesn't mean that if you put on like you say a hoodie and some basketball shorts and you try like you say you're just trying to go to the store get something come back home you might still get that you might still get harassed so i do still I, I i agree with what you're saying however i just think it depends on the situation you understand what i'm saying are you getting hollered at regardless of what you have on or Wait, are you going to no matter right. where i'm at Right, right, but that's what I'm saying. Some women, I think, only get harassed because of the clothes that they wear, or because of you know how well, much of their body they actually reveal. Sometimes. Well, I'm gonna say this here, and and I think that that men see what oh, dang, I keep let me stop using the word men. Dudes see what they want to see, right? It, it, it it's not necessarily the clothes, right? It's that they see what they want to see. Like I, I'll give an example. Like guys will say like they can see a woman approaching. And they'll be like, man, I bet she got some ass. I can see it from the front. Right? Like, like they going to see what they want to see because they're thinking from a sexual perspective. Then when, when, when she walked by, she's 6 o'clock, straight up, straight down, because they just saw hips. So yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say just, it's just classified to the clothing. Yeah, do some women uh, dress like that? Of course. But at the same time, it's like a man or a dude going to see what he want to see regardless, it, it, especially if he's just thinking about sex. Yeah. That's usually what the guy's thinking about is sex. Anytime a guy holler at a woman, unless you have some spiritual foundation, you got some real good principles, then the first time you go holler at a woman uh, is sex. Prime example, I know a bunch of physically unattractive women with a bunch of kids. It's sex. You get what I'm saying? Not to knock, not to knock my sisters, but you know they physically unattractive, but guys will lay down with them just because all they want is sex. And I think this is what's at the top of, of dudes thinking whenever they see any kind of woman. It's just sex. They learn to get into a relationship possibly as it go on, but out the gate, it's just strictly sex. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my take on that when it comes to you know women in clothes. And at the same time, too, that still don't make it right. You still shouldn't be, regardless of what a woman have on. You it know, just also feels like, all right, guys, not talk. How, like, you know, how you're little, you go to the store with your mom. Your mom's like, we get in the store, I don't touch nothing. You know, I don't ask for nothing. You know how your mom gives you that talk? Yeah, I know. It's and do men not have that talk? Do parents not have that talk with their sons? Like, you go to the store, it's okay to go outside and keep your mouth closed for 24 24 hours. Do people, do guys, parents not tell them that? Like it's okay to go get some gas and not speak to the girls. It's okay to go grocery shopping and not speak to a girl. It's okay to be in the mall and get your clothes and go back home without speaking to anybody. I, I think. Well, this is what I'll say. I said I don't think that it's 
the not talking to the girl that's an issue. I think it's the method, right? Because like you said, you don't have a problem if it's done out of respect, even though, like you said, sometimes you don't want to be harassed. What I'm saying is, like, for example, I can talk about with my nephew, right? I taught him, like, be respectful, X, Y, Z, when you approach a woman, how to do those things. But he not going to be walking up to no woman like, you know, like you said, yo, you got a fat ass. Yo, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? I like how you look. He not going to come at you like that. You understand what I'm saying? This dude would probably be like, hey, how you doing? Open the car door. I mean, open the door to the grocery store. If it's got a door, I'm just thinking about it's probably going to be automatic. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably going to do that, let you walk about your business, and probably just give you a smile and be like, you know, have a good day. And keep it moving. But I don't – because that's the problem. I, When I was single, right, I used to go out and talk to a lot of women, but I would try to get some conversation going or, you understand, like I would – I mean, I used to talk to a lot of women. I ain't going to even lie. However, I was not in the business of trying to be disrespectful. I was not in the business of trying to tell a woman how her body looked the first time I met her. I'm trying to, you know, talk to you. Hey, hey you know, hey, how you doing? Oh, okay. I see you in the grocery store. Oh, you about to make some pasta. You know, I'm trying to have a little conversation with her. Hey, what you going to put? Oh, you don't know. Oh, you, you ain't put no garlic salt in yours? Oh, okay. You don't know nothing about this. Then my bad. My fault. I ain't trying to interrupt what you're doing. And just kind of sort of see if I'm going to get a vibe like that instead of, like you said, it being to the point where she feels uncomfortable. Yeah. But as a man, I'm supposed to be able to read the room. So yeah. if a woman's not interested in me, and she, like you said, if I was like, hey, how you doing? He was like, eh. and then you just started digging in your phone. I'm going to turn my cart around and be like, all right, cool. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and go about my business. Yeah. Because I would know, okay, she's either not feeling it right now. She might. It ain't that she's not feeling me. It might just be a situation where she just don't feel like being bothered. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a man will be able to read that. Yeah. That he was talking about before about the difference between a man and a boy. A man has to be able to read situations because that goes back to what you were saying about men not keeping you safe. How can I keep you safe if I can't even read you? Not to necessarily even read the dangers that could possibly be out there. I can't even read the woman who I'm trying to protect. Yeah. But I'm supposed to be protecting you from the danger out there. Yeah. That's an issue right there. And I think this is what's not, being told. It's not like the danger out there. It's like they are the danger. Right, but that's what I'm saying. If you was my woman and I'm saying I can't read things like this, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What I'm saying is I can't even perceive danger because you're saying the black man in this case would be the danger. If I can't read some <coughs> negative energies or some negative vibes coming my way when I'm with my woman, how in the world am I supposed to protect you? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I also go agree too. Yeah, I, I was going to just add, it's like one of the things that we have a problem with, dudes, and, and, and that's our ego. Like, we hate rejection. So, therefore, uh, what's that saying? Hurt people hurt people. And so, when your ego is damaged through rejection, the first thing uh, a dude normally do is try to uh, send that hurt back because their ego got hurt. And that's something that uh, is not really taught in our culture how to control your ego. You know, and understanding that how or how the ego works, because the ego can get you in trouble. And also the ego can also um, cause you to do some dumb shit. 
Yeah. You know, and like another thing too is like we haven't been taught how to approach women. Like I've seen some of the crazies, like you say, a guy come up to you, hey, you got a fat ass, can I smack it? What makes you think that that's okay? Apparently, uh, apparently that line had worked before, so now it's like <laughs> let me try it on everybody else, which is horrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it had to work somewhere. You know, because like you, you just ain't that tough. Just to come out on a woman and be like, hey, you got a fat ass, let me smack it, you know. So like I said, we haven't been properly taught uh, how to deal with women, you know. And especially like, for example, in your line of work, um, guys think that's across the board. Dudes yeah. think that's across the board, not the fact that. But it's like oh, no one knows outside that I'm a dancer, you know. Mm -hmm. and it's like when I'm at work, you would think other guys in the club would be disrespectful towards the dancers. You yeah. are rarely ever suspected by any guy in the club. Unless mm -hmm. he's overcharged him and he's upset. Yeah. In the real world, you get more disrespect in the real world than a guy in the strip club will give you. Yeah, they, they're a lot more talking. Because those guys usually are, are, are veterans going. So they, they understand the whole aura of it. Yeah. You know, they understand that, hey, this is entertainment purposes only. I mean, you may have a sprinkle of knuckleheads in there, but... They, they, they know how to look at it. I'm just out to have a good time. Let me help pay some Boost Mobile bills or something, you know, uh, <laughs> some Metro bills. Some guys paying house notes, you know. <laughs> like, I know I done paid a couple Boost Mobiles, but in the past. But, uh, you know, that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, but that's what I'm trying to say. When you say approach a woman, right? Like, for me, my whole game, like I said, I always told people I ain't had no game. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I always was kind of a funny guy. So I always tried to approach women with humor because I said, well, if she's laughing or if she's smiling, more than likely I got a shot because she don't feel uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? Because like you can kind of like they say, break the ice a little bit. So then that way it wouldn't be no situations where you would kind of feel how you've been saying when these men come up to you, uh, the energy they put off, how they're overly aggressive, how they don't seem to take no for an answer, how um like you said they you feel, almost feel like they stalking you to a point yeah i said that is because once again i don't feel like these young men are being raised properly and they're being because like my dad he didn't teach me nothing uh as far as how to approach women he just told me to be respectful of them he didn't he didn't give me no game he didn't pass me down no i don't even know if they have pickup lines anymore i mean i don't he didn't give me quote unquote the game i didn't get the game from my dad you know, it was a situation where I got my, my, my sense of humor from him. I got mm -hmm. I got my respect for women from him. But it wasn't a situation where um, when we say how should a woman be approached? I agree with what Corey said. I'm not trying to swift blame. I'm just only saying what it is. Somebody said that. Hey, yeah. you got a fat ass. Hey, let me smack it. And she turned around and was like, go ahead, dad. You know what I mean? Like somebody, it, it happened. It had to. You know what I mean? Because, uh, I mean, the one thing about about men is they, I mean, some of them don't care. But for the most part, if it's not working, they're going to change up their game because it is that goal of trying to get something from a woman. Yeah. However, I, I really think that the approaching part is something that I do think we need to explore a little bit more because I think sometimes women feel a certain type of way and we're trying to say, okay, let me know. <laughs> let me know how you want to approach something. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I would like to ask you that. How would you like 
a man to approach you? I feel like a simple, hey, how you doing? You know, you know how naturally you walk past someone, you make eye contact and speak. But that's how I was pretty much raised. If you make eye contact, you say, hey. It's just like simple normal conversations. Like, just like I walked in here, like, hey, how y'all doing today? Yeah. And it's not, no, it's like a lot. There are some guys that would do that. And they know it's like, oh, sorry, you know, they may actually bring them, like, sorry, I have a boyfriend. And they're like, oh, okay. I feel like mm-hmm. just be normal. Like, it, it seems like it's going to kill these dudes to be normal. Like, you can just say, hey. Now, you, have, you have a couple of those guys that be like, hey, sugar dumpling, my sweetie pie, you're so gorgeous. <laughs> it's like, look, just say, yeah. hey. I mean, I think, like you said, though, like, like, like for me, I was growing up, I was a, I was a gangbanger. So, you know, my reputation is what attracted females to me. You know, I really never had to do a lot of talking, but at the same time, uh, I knew that, you know, my um, father had gave me tools how to really approach a woman because, you know, I knew that I could be rejected. I mean, that's what he always taught us on about being rejected and how you handle it when you're rejected. Can I say when I was a teenager that when a female rejected me, I was like, okay, ma'am, have a nice day. Uh, no, it didn't go like no. that. But as I got older, you know, I knew how to handle rejection. And that's the problem with a lot of guys today. They don't know how to handle re- rejection. Because if they understood that, first and foremost, if I'm not mistaken, it's like five to one women in this country right now. So if that lady shoots you down, hold on, bro. You got multiple other opportunities. You just, that J didn't work. That hey, you was you shooting Kobe on that one. You know, yeah. you shot the J. It didn't make it. Shoot it again some other time. So. Yeah, I, well, that was one thing I was going to say. Yeah, I think I used the baseball analogy, right, when I was coming up, and I explained that to my nephew. I said, um, you you got to understand that um, it's like you can be an all-star and still strike out 120 times. Like, you don't got to come up and hit a home run every single time. It seemed like every time these dudes, it's like they want to bat a 1,000. Like, every single woman, I got to get a number. I got to get it. I got to holler. I, I got to do whatever. And what I'm saying is, look, if you swing and miss, hey, hey, no problem. Hey, you got a boyfriend? Cool, cool, cool. He a lucky man. He a lucky man. Hey, look, if he don't act right, you know, I'll be around here sometimes. So just let me know. You know, then you just then you just back off and then you ride out. You know what I mean? You don't keep pressing somebody who's already told you that it ain't, it's a no-go. So yeah. that's the reason why I'm saying I agree with what he's saying. But the ego is a problem. The not knowing how to handle rejection is a problem. And also, like you said, knowing how to just get my foot in the door. Yeah. But now, but 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 a question that I now have is, do you feel that the interactions between black men and black women are being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's basically being taken out of context because of like things like social media. And when I say taken out of context, let me just ask a simple question to start with when we break this down. Do you feel that black men and black women have a good relationship as a whole? Mm-hmm. And that, that the silence is uh, <laughs> that silence is, is speaking loudly, as they say. Because no, I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you pretty much said it with your silence. If you got to think about it that long. Obviously, it's a no-go. I would have to say no. 
And uh, but I, I will say that I feel like a lot of guys think that black women don't have good relationships with each other. And I feel like being a woman, you know, when I was in college, I was in our girls' dorm. And I kind of feel like women do get along. Like you may see the little chatty stuff, and that's kind of normal. You even like everybody. But for the most part, I kind of feel like women have a better relationship with each other than with with men. Um, uh, Paul well, to my mom for putting that up there talking about having a small butt and being almost 70 years old. Uh, uh, mama, don't know if I need to be knowing about the size of your yams on the podcast, <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, Corey, continue there, my bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Mama Brown threw me up. How you doing, Mama Brown? I'm gonna, I gotta wash my mouth a little bit now. But, uh, she be on, she be on. Nah. But nah, I, keep you know, going. I, I think that honestly, I think we really have a good relationship. It's just the environments in which we're in, where there's a friction between you know the black man and black woman. Because I seen a post one day, to, uh, um, not too long, and I think it was Lil Duval. Lil Duval is like my guy. And so he uh, he said that um, if you're laying next to a woman, if, if a woman is laying next to a man in bed, that means she's protected, right? And a lot of women have that. And of course, don't get it twisted, a lot of women um, don't have that. But I think that it's just the environments that we're in, the people that we're around. Like, we, it, we should never feel comfortable with broad stroking something. Because like, for example, and me and my brother, we always argue about the number. We, we really believe that it's, it's over 40 million black people in America, right? We believe that the numbers really is is, is even with white people, right? But wait, that's wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, I was about to say, watch, watch. You know, YouTube like to snatch stuff for that. Uh, yeah, I know. Misinformation. So yeah, yeah we, I know. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we gonna yeah. keep it right there. We yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm I, I had, I had it. No, I had, I had it. I had, My it, bad. Right? I had to reel you back in real quick. Like, hold up, <laughs> they're gonna be like, Poop, cut the feed, cut the feed. They get they yeah. they they educating the people out there. But anyway, continue. My bad. But when we look at the number of people that we actually know, right, it's not even 1% of the, the general population. So what yeah. we love to do is uh, uh, base our opinions and beliefs based on our point of reference. Yeah. You know, so if we come from the hood, then the whole world is the hood. You know, if you're born in the suburbs, you know, anything outside of that is not a real reality. And so when we're talking about the relationships between black man and black woman, I think that it's it's, it's greater than what we actually internally know because we only basing it off you know my cousin she got a divorce after six months or my brother and his girl didn't work out or my mom and daddy didn't work out but i think it's more than that and that's what we need to start doing is seeking uh relationships outside of our point of reference of what we know if that makes any sense yeah are you a uh, only child no Okay, so do you have brothers and sisters? Just sisters. So you don't have any brothers? Mm-mm. Okay, now the second question would be like, what about cousins? Do you have any like close male cousins? No. Well, there you go. I have two cousins, but we're not close to them. Yeah, and I think this is once again sets up that, the environment, right? Because you can even see, you came up in a two-parent household, but you were surrounded by women. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So not having a brother, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm the youngest, right? Like, my sister in the chat, my mom in the chat. Like, I'm a pit bull, and they know this. Like, 
even though I was a little brother, like I would, I got, I got flipped on my head by my 18 year old's uh, boyfriend one time because I was trying, I was being a hater. Like he was trying to move in on my sister and I was just like, yo, chill out, chill out. The dude knew some karate. He flipped me on my head. I was like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm 12 at the time. What I'm going to do to this 18 year old grown man. But the thing that I'm trying to say is, um, as her, as they brother, it don't matter. I'm little brother, I'm middle brother, I'm big brother. I'm all brothers wrapped into one. So if something was ever to happen, I'm always going to be there like, yo, Solomon, you know, handle this. And I've never really had to do anything like that. But we have close relationship with my uncles, with my cousins. We have a lot of males that we are closely interacting with that can kind of sort of like it. I don't think my sister would say she don't feel safe around black men. I don't think the majority of my cousins would say that but that's because we have a close tight-knit relationship formed between men and women versus like you said even though you grew up in a two-parent household you grew up with nothing but women so i think sometimes the the vision could be a little bit skewed so now that we know that that you didn't grow up near women my second question is they say that the men that you date are somewhat supposed to emulate your father is that true? Do you date the the nice guy? Do you date the quiet guy? Do you date the guy that is somewhat no. respectful, or do you the date the, the guy, the or do you, or do you date the guy that's probably was a little bit aggressive to get to? I literally dated every type of guy: nerdy, outspoken, athlete, a lazy man, everything. And I never really had any like bad relationships. They just ended off differences. We only had one relationship that was bad, but other than that, like I've never really had like a bad relationship where we just, you know, it just didn't work out. Yeah, I, I, I had a cheating boyfriend or anything like that. Like, so you've had, I guess you've had equal bad experience with the whole spectrum of where men come from. Is what you're saying? No. Okay, so where? Okay, so there's it's been a difference. So, so my question is, who gets the furthest with you? To be honest, like you know, what I mean, what type of man gets the 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 most, or has has had the most success with you? Then, out of all those stereotypes we name, you said ball player, nerdy guy, street nigga. Uh, what else did you say? Uh, uh, guy with no job who ain't doing nothing. Uh, let me guess, he, he making a mixtape. You. You, you dated some uh, mixtape dudes. I never out dated there, the guy or... with my job. I never dated the guy with my job. Negative. Oh, okay, okay. So you ain't dated nobody who who uh, who, who got mixtapes or they uh, uh they throw parties as their job. You ain't never dated nope. nobody like that. Okay, well it's good. Well you you know you're doing pretty good for yourself there. But which one of those um, that you admitted to earlier would you say gets gets the most work with you? And is he the one that closely resembles your father? Because remember, your own words were, and I wish we could roll it back. My, my father. Okay, I was going to say, my father is the perfect guy, is what you said. Yeah. So when you get out there in the dating world, if your father is a perfect guy example, then I'm not saying you got to date somebody who reminds you of your father. That's gross. However, I know what you that mean. Like, model, you know, people want a guy yeah. that reminds them of their dad. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so which one is it? 
Mm, none of my boyfriends lasted over two years. Like exactly two years of a guy. But I will say, like my one of my probably my favorite boyfriends. He was a, a, a regular boy, like a regular worker. Like he reminded me of my dad. Like he opened doors, you know, put the seat out, you know, how school going, just check in on me because I I like to be checked in on because you know. This was back when I was in college. You know how it is when you're in college, your parents are like, okay, you're grown. There is no more to do your homework, text, how's your day going? And you want that. You want somebody to actually do your homework. You want somebody to feel like they care about what you got going on. So I feel like he, he made me feel like somebody actually cared about what I had going on. But that didn't work out because he said that I dressed. He didn't like the fact that my clothes were tight. And I got my boots done. He said, what? He said you didn't like the fact that you did what? He didn't like the fact that my clothes were tight and I got my boots done. So he was kind of controlling. No, he wasn't controlling. He was just like, I liked you how you were. His exact words were, you're going to keep changing everything and I'm not going to like you how, from how I met you. I guess like when you date somebody, it's like, you know how most guys don't like their girls to shave their head off? I met you because yeah. you have long hair, so that's the type of girl I like. Yeah. So he liked well, little I, that. I, don't, I don't want little booty. But then he broke up with me and got a girl with a tattoo in her throat. And I'm like, thought you didn't like her ass, but. <laughs> hold up real quick, man, hold up. Uh, uh, Mama Graham just kind of dissed me. Hold on now. <laughs> I, hold on, Mama Graham. Mama, I used to be a real thug. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, Mama Graham just dissed me. Then she just shot, shot fire at me, hold on now. I, Mama <laughs> Graham, just so you know, uh, I will protect you way more than your son. Okay, he he's about six foot two fifty. Back to the conversation. Now. I had to get that off my chest. Mama Graham dissed me. <laughs> <laughs> she dissed me. Yeah, I, I think. No, no, you're good because like that. That's something that I always try to say because, um, like I said, my wife is 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 pretty much very much like my uh, like she has a lot of qualities like my mom. You know what I mean? Like they get along very well because they basically do the same thing. You know, what I mean, my mom, she would always be cooking. She would always be cleaning. Uh, when she came to the dorm, not that came to the dorm, but she, you know, when I was in school, she was sending care packages. When I had an apartment, she, mom would come through and clean it up sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, that's what she is. You'll come home, all your fo clothes will be folded, all your counters will be wiped off, your bathrooms will be clean. And that's what, when I was, you know, looking for a woman, those were the type of qualities I wanted because those were the ones that my mom had showed me early growing up. That was the way I saw with my grandma. How my grandmama was and my grandfather was the same way. She yeah. wasn't really... And then this is another thing, like I said, I mean, I use the word docile. I use the word she, she not really, really going to pop off at the mouth. You know, she's pretty much going to stay in, stay in her lane, focus on the kids, focus on other things she can do instead of trying to like run into like where i feel like my space is and i feel like that's the reason why it works because that is the example that i had growing up so when i decided okay look i want to find a wife i wanted to find somebody who was of that same mindset because if I, go ahead go ahead i was gonna say and for me mine the polar opposite because my mama was so ravishing and loud right like i didn't want nothing remotely close to that mm -hmm. you know and i didn't want like you know like even my wife now my, my wife she has a little bit of my mother in her but 
she know where to cap it off at. And this is what makes our relationship really work because of, um, you know, and I think that's another thing too. When people form in relationships, right, they don't really get down to the nicks and crannies of where they complement each other at and in areas that they need to work on each other at with. Like me and my wife had a, we, we dated for a very long time before we even got married. Like me and my wife didn't even have sex till we got married. You know, because we wanted to make sure that our relationship was based on our love and not some physical tan, uh, uh, tangibles. And I think that's a lost art to this day that, you know, if you go into it not looking at the physical, then you can find if this person is compatible uh, compatible uh, for you. So, you know, I, I think those things need to be retaught. Even with our little girls, when you have little girls, like you have to teach, like for example, my daughter, I teach her how, not right now though, but I will teach her how when it comes to looking for a God, this is what you're supposed to expect. And at the same time, I'm not, I'm not going to teach her to feel as if she's the most important thing in the relationship because I think that that's a, a lot of times relationships go bad on that too when a woman feel like she's the most important thing in a relationship. Yeah, that. Yeah, because I mean that happens a lot though. You know, like I think we were talking about that last week when we were talking about um, we had to play some little video when you know a female feel like as long as she bringing sex to the table, you know the man's supposed to fall in line. No, that's gonna that's gonna dry up. That's gonna wear out. What else are you bringing if I have to bring all these other different qualities and, 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 and uh, things to the table to sustain this relationship? Yeah. So it goes back to how we were taught, you know, like as much as I hate hearing this about, you know, my sisters being harassed, you know, at gas stations, grocery stores and all this and that. I put some blame on them, but also I put a lot of blame on the way that they were raised for them to think that this is OK. You know, it always goes to the point of origin of on, on how they were raised. And like I said, I'm in my 40s. So my generation need to do, do better when it comes to raising these young males into yeah. men so that they can respect women once they get older. Mm -hmm. I got a question. Um, did your father spoil you? <laughs> yeah. She shook, her, she shook her head. Well, we didn't get spoiled, like. My dad, my issue with, with men compared to my dad, my dad has never said he's going to do something and not done it. Yeah. So yeah. he spoils us with keeping his word. Yeah. Like we didn't get gifts on the regular because we, we kind of grew up poor. I didn't think we were poor until we got older. Mm -hmm. But we grew up poor, you know, we stopped celebrating Christmas when I was like six years old before we didn't have Christmas. Yeah, I, I, well, that was the question I was going to have, because like when now that you're in a relationship, because um, I think you said it materially, like, so are you telling me that a man keeping his word is more valuable, not necessarily keeping his word, but that's more valuable than the material part? Pretty much, because I hate being lied to. Like, I have a big thing with people lying, people saying one thing and doing the other, because that's not how my dad gave it to me. So I feel like it's just, it's really the, the disappointment. Once you disappoint me, I will never speak to you again, even if it's the smallest thing. Yeah, I, I, because I think that's one of the things, and this is just something that I kind of thought about is we talk about, like my, I think she just said it, the modeling is the behavior, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have that model that's established, you can see everything that you want 
that you do want and everything that you don't want because you are going to naturally gravitate towards those things. So I think a lot of women nowadays, and I think this is the reason why, some of the reasons why uh, black women feel the way they do. Um, Based on, I mean, if if you stay on social media, somebody could say, just women in general, I'm not gonna single out black women, but women in general are becoming more materialistic. So as a man, all I have to do is get money and pretty much my problems that I might've had with women before will go away. So I can talk to you any way I want to. I can say anything I want to to you because I got money and I know that's what you want. So I don't have to respect you. I don't feel you respect me. You respect my money. You respect my wealth. You respect my cards. You respect the jewelry that I got on. You don't respect me as a man because I know if I didn't have any of that, you wouldn't be in my face. But because mm-hmm. I got in my face, then that's the reason why I think, and I'm probably I'm probably sure broke dudes be coming up to you, but probably ain't even no car hop right off the bus and come trying to holler at you. But I'm what like I am saying. Don't even love me. And I'm like, you can't do nothing for me. Why are you here? <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty stressful. Now what's going yeah, no, on is broke. Like, I don't want to say what's classified as broke. Broke is when, like, I, I'm not even going to judge not having a car. Because, you know, that's like a lot of stuff can happen when your car gets taken. Your car break down, you just can't fix it. But it's like you don't have anything. You don't have a job. You smoke all your money. Mm-hmm. And you can't even afford to take me on a date. But you can afford yeah. drugs. But that's broke. Okay. So not, 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 not the guy that's just working nine to five that's not making a lot of money, but he. He holding his down. That's not broke. Compared that's not broke. Okay. As long as you build a pay and you're not borrowing money, look, have yeah. at it. But it's like every dude who don't have money, don't have a car, but you see them smoking. And it's like, how are you smoking but you don't have a car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guys living in their mama's okay. basement. Yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah. And the, and the last part that I kind of want to get into with you is just to kind of sort of speak on you and your and your not necessarily your current status because I'm not I'm not necessarily going to talk about the man that you with right now because I'm not trying to put no what pressure man? right. But you, have, oh, I thought you said you had a boyfriend. I'm sorry. No, I've had a boyfriend. Oh well, so long. Oh well, huh? Oh. I don't know where I got you out a boyfriend from. I guess maybe you were giving an example of when somebody was out. You'd be like, I got a boyfriend, and then they'll kind of yeah. leave you alone. That's a oh, boyfriend. got you, got you. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, hey, I mean, I, we, we clarified that. But you as a woman, being where you are, do you have some sort of goal? Like, what is, do you, do you say, like, do you want to be married? Do you want to have kids? Are you trying to be somebody's wife? Are you cool? doing it by yourself are you uh if somebody could step up to the plate properly would that be an option for you or like you know i guess they they put on what like twitter they be like hashtag relationship goals right are you yeah. trying to be like uh you know the how it started and how it ended you know are you trying to do some of those type of, is any of those type of things do you want to have a relationship like your mother and father or no. are you good kind of sort of just being where you're at go ahead the independent woman is what he's trying to say are you good at just being an independent woman Pretty much, it's like for me, I want. I don't. I don't too much care to have kids. If I have kids, I do. If I don't, I don't. 
But it's like, I feel like I didn't make husbands for the fact like my parents always preaching. You can't be by yourself. So it's like, okay, whatever. My parents may be right for that. Because every time I see them, they're like, where's your boyfriend? Because I'm 28 years old. I've never brought a parent, a guy to my parents' house. Oh, wow. Well, I've been like, one guy, but we were broken up. And it was my, it was my niece's friend. Other than that, like, my parents have never seen me post a guy on my Instagram. No, so we talk about guys. They're just like, where's your boyfriend? You can't be by yourself. Let someone take you out. Let someone let someone help you. So like I want a husband, but I don't too much care for kids. And I think it's for it's more so the part because like, you know, we grew up poor. So it's like, you know, yes, I was we're satisfied as kids. It was like I didn't realize we were poor until I got older. So now I'm in a point where it's like I don't want to do anything for anybody but myself because I went so many years without. Like when you start getting older and you see your friends having this and that, like you know when you're younger, you just focus on toys. Yeah. You're not focused on wanting to go on vacation because you know we didn't have cell phones when I was kids, you know. So we didn't see pictures of our friends like at the beach, at Hawaii, Mexico. So you only see what's in your household. So it's like now that I'm older and I'm able to give myself everything I want, I don't want to spend my money on anybody but myself. I don't want to take care of kids. I don't want anybody in my way from doing the things that I was not able to do growing up. Oh, so you ain't with yeah. you ain't with nobody you ain't with no man shooting that club up, huh? Oh, the club's gonna shot up. I got breast control. Oh wow. Okay, you got a home a home defense. Gotcha. I got the play Amazon. <laughs> you got the home defense. <laughs> she got the, the bulletproof vest on. Security at the door. <laughs> it's like my ultimate goal, even if I don't get married, like I don't care about anything. I just want enough one. Like I would be satisfied having my own business. So you said yeah. you'll be satisfied having your own business? Yeah. Because so I, no I like kid. to make money. I like to work on like money. Like I'm satisfied with just making money and working. Yeah, I mean, now nah, we 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 we've been uh like I said, we we've been looking for you for a while because. Uh, we've 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 been we've been looking for somebody that 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 technically has that stance, and and defends it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, certain women will um, kind of sort of just basically bow and say, "Oh well, you know, maybe." But it's like for you, you're like, "Nah, I'm good by myself. I like the mm-hmm. independence that I have." Um, based on some of the things about you talking about men being liars and men not telling the truth. And basically, men just letting you down. All of those things make sense. Yeah, and it's mainly because like when I get in my feelings, it affects my money. And yeah. I got like money keeps my bills happy. Money takes me on trips. So it's like by just avoid situation, I'm satisfied. Like when I get in my feelings, I'm not going to work for days. So it's like I just avoid being disappointed. And I feel like I have yet to make me a guy that makes me not disappointed and my parents like you're just so strict but it's like they don't understand like i have a goal like i want my nuts fine and it's like i don't i don't i don't work a regular job where you can go take out a loan you know so it's like my money has to be stacked so it's like when you disappoint me you're it puts me in my feelings and now you come between me and my money and it's like now you're in the way well i'm gonna give you a bit of advice on that part right listen if a woman said yes to me he out there I guarantee it. Because <laughs> I, I was a piece of shit growing up. You hear me? You know, and I willing to bet. I, you know, take your time with it. I yeah. will say don't rush it. You're still young. 
You know, I remember reading some one time, and it was by uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, said that a person don't know themselves until they reach like the age of 35. Yeah. So you still have room to grow. You know, you still have room to figure yourself out, figure out what you want. You know, because life has changed. I mean, who, who thought, whoever thought we'd have had a disease called the coronavirus? <laughs> to where, you know, it, it, it redirected all of our lives. You know, like you don't even want to talk to nobody nowadays because you might think you can catch it. Yeah. You know, so I would tell you and I would encourage you to just take your time. Don't rush it. It's going to come. And I guarantee you when that guy come, um, listen, you is not going you is not going to want to spend the rest of your life without this guy. But in the meantime, like I say, just take your time. You know, hey, you, you know, very attractive woman. You know, you got your head on straight. And it's going to get it's going to get sharper as you get older. So just take your time with that. Don't rush that, because even though that's the American way, you know, get married, have kids work your life, retire, and then die. No, the hell with that. Fuck that. Okay. Yeah, no, no, we ain't doing that one. No, we don't do the fact that we want to do it. Yeah. You know, because I don't ever think that I will see the money that I pay into Social Security. I don't think I will ever see it. And I'm not even banking on it. You know, so even though, hey, hey, I'm what, seven years from 50, you know, I get an AARP car soon. But, uh, <laughs> You know, just take your time. And that would be my advice to you about, you know, relationships. Take your time and uh, get your CCW. In case some clowns come up on you, you can pull that file on their ass and tell them get back. You know, leave me the fuck alone. I ain't trying to deal with y'all. I'm only cussing like this now because Mama Graham gone. So, you know, hey, she got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, would, I, I, I respect the stance, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though it's not, it's not something that, you know, I would... I would recommend for women. You understand what I'm saying? And it's it's be only because I believe in what I call, I mean, not what I call the future, but I, I'm looking at the future, right? And what I'm trying to say is there are a limited number of good people on this earth. So if the good people on this earth or the people who at least got a good head on their shoulders don't create the future, then we're gonna sit by and watch the future just basically just you know we we've seen like you said you're 28 which means you grew up in the 90s you've seen how far we've gotten and how far we continue to keep moving uh in the wrong direction in 28 years yeah so if we don't and it's not about getting married because a lot of people say marriage doesn't fix everything but what i am saying is the next generation at least has to be mentored and molded by people who have a decent way of going about things. Yeah. Who's gonna who, who's gonna let these young men know if you ain't nobody's mama, who's gonna let these young men know like, look, you can't be talking to them, these, these young ladies like that. And you can say, okay, well, it's the men. That's true. However, it means a lot more when it's a woman giving direct experience versus me as a man giving it to you secondhand. Yeah. If I'm giving it to you saying, hey, look, respect the woman because she don't want to feel unsafe when she's around you. She wants to be able to feel comfortable and secure when she's with you versus his mama saying, hey, look, when I go out, I'm afraid because there are some crazy men out there and they just say anything they want to. They talk to me any kind of way and I don't like it. As a young man, he's gonna go ahead and start to be kind of protective of his mom. Like, well, well, next time you go out, let me be with you because she don't. He don't want her to feel that way. Yeah. 
So that's the reason why I'm trying to say, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, don't 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 change nothing that you that you're doing. But at the same time, you might not be doing it in the like he said, the American get married, have kids way. But the question is, are you looking out for the next ones that's got to come along after you? Because you don't have to be in a, in a relationship or married or anything like that to give some knowledge to the young generation. So we still improve and we uplift as a people. And I think that's just the part that I think is sometimes missing. Well, I'll add this real quick to the conversation, right? Just so you know that me and my brother is guys like us out here that will protect you. You get what I'm saying? You know, don't don't broad stroke all dudes in the same light. You know, because I think we go wrong with that, you know, and, and now every time we see a black man, we think that he's just like the next one that I just passed 10 minutes ago. Yeah. You know, there, there are a bunch of respectable black men out there that, you know, like, like for example, me, like I remember one time, man, this was some years ago and I haven't been in that situation since then, but me and my homeboys was riding. We seen a guy jumping on his girl. When I tell you we jumped out and beat the dog shit out of dude and then just left it like that. And that's been my MO since then. If I see a black woman under attack, I don't care what the situation is. Hold on. You know, at the very least, I'm going to bring peace to it. I'm not about, you know, I, don't get it twisted. I don't want to have to put my life on the line if I don't have to. But if I can bring peace to it so this sister can feel safe and secure, I'm going to do that. And there's a lot of us out there like that. You know, I know it may be hard yeah. right now to see that. I know it may be hard, you know, but. They are. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, it's, it's always the starting point because, you know, like I told him before, I feel like you got to start somewhere. And with me, and even like I said, doing this show, because, you know, uh, I'm about to wrap it up. But just doing this show, I have been able to, like, open and expand my own mind and horizons because this dude was the one telling me, like, yo, you be hard on women, dude. You can't think like that. You can't be like that. I can't judge you just because you dance. I can't say, oh man, she's probably trash. She can't she can't come from a good family because what person from a good family decides they want to dance? You understand what I'm saying? So it'd be a situation where this she's is the how best I woman in the world, goddammit. She the dance. Well well once again, I'm I but I'm being honest though, right? So yeah. what I'm saying is I had to start somewhere. We had a couple of interviews. I've interacted with some people in social media and in real life. And I've been able to find, you know what? I can't judge like they say, I can't judge a book by its cover. So all I'm saying is my perception of women who do certain things has shifted somewhat from where it used to be. So I understand you're saying like you're on a you're all the way over here. Black men don't do X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Right. So all I'm saying is it's going to take positive interactions with good black men for that to start to shift, because that's the same thing that happened to me, because I was like, oh, I can't have why would you and that's why i always you know i remember when we first started i'd be like why you want to bring a stripper she ain't got nothing to talk about it she ain't taking the clothes off but, but, why would we bring a stripper on here you know what i mean but that's what i thought but over time i was like yo you know these some cool people they know a lot of stuff you know what i mean they got good conversation and i was cool with it but if i had kept my mind to saying this group of women is one certain type of way I would have never been able to actually open myself up to actually have some good relationships, friendships with women who, you know, like I said, did some things that I, I technically, I mean, not technically that I disagree with. 
So and, that's and, just and, all I'm saying. And, and that's always been like, for example, me, uh, I come from the bottom of the bottom. So I know, you know, I'm from Flint, Michigan. You know, I, I moved here five years ago. And, you know, I've, I was always taught that you can't broad stroke people. You know, because at the end of the day, regardless of what you see on the outside, the inside may be golden. You know, people are very principled. You know, they have beliefs that they stand on. People do not uh, uh, man maneuver the way that you think they do based on how you're seeing them on the surface. Yeah. It's always an in-depth uh, uh, meaning to people. You know, like I'd be honest, dude, like, like I say, me and this guy, he, he HBCU grad. I'm somebody, former gangbanger that went to prison. And we got this show, and we and we, we bring good content to people, and we hope that people can get something from it, you know, and, uh, and, and, and take something that they can improve in their lives. And so... You know, once again, like I say, my advice to you, sister, queen, which you are, trust me, that that man is out there. I ain't say nigga or boy. That man is out there. And don't go searching for him right now. He'll pop up, guaranteed. Because, like, if my wife took me, I'm a firm believer that's hope for all the women in the world. <laughs> for real. Because yeah. I was terrible. I was terrible. <laughs> so. All right. So, uh, Miss Slim, let's go ahead and one more time get the people out there. Um, uh you know uh maybe if you want something to you if you want to give people your social media so they can follow you um just let them know who you are once again and then like i said we're gonna uh wrap it up i appreciate you being patient i apologize for being late again but i also appreciate um you know you taking the time to have this discussion because like i said i think this type of interaction between black men and black women is good because yeah. we didn't even agree tonight but I don't feel no animosity towards you, and I hope you don't feel none towards us. But mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's 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 strife on the on the with the communication, if that makes sense. So what I'm trying to say is, even when black women and black men disagree, we can still just come together and just say, "Hey, look, we disagree, but you know what? I respect what you're doing. I don't got to call you out your name. I don't got to say nothing crazy." But um, yeah, let's go ahead and um, like I said, uh, let people know how they get in contact with you, and we're gonna wrap it up. Okay, I'm Slim. You can find me on Instagram at x underscore Ruth as underscore Slim and Twitter at the Ruth as Slim. Wait, is that my Twitter name? This is my Twitter name. Oh, my uh, Twitter name is I, thought like Slim. I thought it was like Slim Thick something. Yes. Yeah, was... mm -hmm. Slim underscore something. Oh, no, my I'm... Twitter is the Ruth Slim and my Instagram is x underscore Ruth as underscore Slim. Rude ass. That was that when I saw that. I saw shit. You see, rough as hell. She she tough as goddamn. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna work on my mouth though, but it's just be like you know how you just get so fed up where it's like you can't even have a filter because when you try to be nice, it just didn't work out. Cause I feel like I have to turn what? up. Wait, wait you the you, wait, you the rude slim, right? Yeah, that's you. Uh -huh. Yeah, we'll post it up in the link. You know, and uh, but no, like I said, honestly, I, I hope this was kind of therapeutic for you, you know, because, uh, you know, hey, we, we love our sisters, you know, venting and getting shit off their chest and, you know, being able to voice themselves and their opinions and their beliefs. And this is why we've been working so hard to get you on, because I knew we was going to have a fire conversation. You yeah. know, I, I saw that just based on your tweets. You know, we had a few misses or whatever, but, you know, I knew that we would have a fire conversation and, you know, you can be you can represent you. Cause trust me, you look at this uh, uh, on, on in two days. Me and my bro do. We hey, I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of cocky with our numbers. They, they do. They, they they do. They do big time. So you know, hey, you know, it is what it is. We got a great show that people love. Yeah. 
All right. Well, like I said, once again, uh, like I said, thank you, Mr. Neville, for coming on tonight. Uh, we've been the Brown Paper Bag Podcast, and everybody have a blessed week. Bye.